Hello and welcome to episode 11 of What in the Health and Fitness. My name is Laura Abay. I'll be your host. And today we're going to talk about protein. So I've decided that over the next few weeks, I'm going to talk about the different macronutrients, protein, carbohydrates, and fats. So we're kicking off the little macronutrient series here with protein. So let's start um, by just talking about what protein is. So protein is an essential nutrient um, that's made up of amino acids. Amino acids are something that you can compare to the alphabet. Um, there's 20 different amino acids. And, um, and just like the 26 different letters in the alphabet, um, these 20 different amino acids can be combined just like our letters to make a variety of proteins or like our letters make a variety of words. Um, just like our words, some of them are long, some of them are short, um, but the order of these amino acids, just like the order of words, determines um, what the meaning of these amino acids are, or you can think about it, what um, their function is. So it makes a specific type of protein, um, which then again determines what the function is. Um, also, just like our words, not all of our proteins are the same. So even though there's a word that has the same letters in it, the order of those letters determine the actual word and so same thing, even though there's proteins that might have the same amino acids as their makeup, the order um, that they are in and how long and everything that the structure actually is, um, that determines the type of protein. And the type of the protein, again, determines what its function is. So when you eat protein, um, you have, again, different types of protein. So when you eat meat, um, you have different types of proteins such as collagen or myosin. When you eat things like yogurt and milk, you have things that are, uh, or proteins that are called casein or whey proteins. Each type of protein is unique and will be digested and absorbed in the body in a specific way. So when your body digests proteins that you consume, it actually breaks them all down into then these different amino acids. Your amino acids then use, or sorry, your body then uses these amino acids to grow, um, to maintain, and to repair different tissues in your body. Now, most of you probably know and have heard from very little, you know, that eating your proteins will make you grow to be big and strong. So protein is associated with your muscles almost from the get-go, which is true. Your protein or your muscles are definitely made up of proteins, um, but different tissues in your body, such as your organs, your bones, your blood, and your immune system all are um, dependent on proteins that you consume. There are around 50,000 different types of protein in your body, which means that every time you consume protein, it's digested, your body breaks it down to amino acids. You kind of have this pool of amino acids in your body that it, your body can then pull from and build up these different proteins that it needs for all of those different um, tissues and functions in your body. Um, all 50,000 different proteins need to be able to be built 
in order for your body to function um, and in order for your body to continue to grow and maintain and repair the different parts of your body. Okay, so now that you kind of know a little bit more about proteins and how they're used in your body, let's talk a little bit about how you get these proteins that your body needs. Um, in order to understand that, you do need to understand that um, there are things that are considered complete proteins and then incomplete proteins. So this has to do with your amino acids again. Um, and like I said at the very beginning, there are 20 different amino acids. Of those 20 amino acids, nine of those are what are considered essential amino acids, which means that your, your body does not make these amino acids. You actually have to consume them. So these nine amino acids you have to have, which is why they're called essential, but that's because or you have to consume these in order to have them. The other 11 amino acids in your body or that you need, your body can actually produce itself. So while it is important to consume them, um, it is not required. If your body really needs them, it does have a way to produce them. So the foods that contain that you consume uh, throughout your day that contain all nine of your essential amino acids are considered complete proteins. So then the other proteins that you consume, um, if they have eight or less, or if they're lacking at least one of those essential amino acids, they're considered incomplete proteins. Um, so different sources for your complete proteins are going to be animal sourced proteins. So meat, poultry, fish, eggs, milk, etc. are considered complete proteins. They have all nine of the essential amino acids. Where plant-based where plant-based proteins such as beans or lentils or nuts, um, are going to be considered incomplete proteins. So this is important, especially for people who are vegetarians, um, especially very strict vegetarians that don't eat any animal products. Um, there are some vegetarians that will eat eggs or will eat seafood, um, but vegetarians that are very strict and do not eat any kind of an animal source Protein um, has to pay attention to the variety of plant-based plant proteins that they're getting because they have to eat a large variety in order to ensure that they're getting all nine of those essential amino acids. So they have to combine a, different, a bunch of different types of foods in order to make a complete protein rather than just consume one protein such as a meat or egg that has all nine of those essential amino acids. So that's something that's important. Um, most vegetarians are very aware of that, um, but it is something that sometimes people, you know, think or decide or just have a change of heart and believe that they are no longer going to eat meat or animal sourced proteins. Um, and they might not be aware of that. So then they end up in, in some sort of a deficit of some of these amino acids. And that can obviously cause a variety of issues 
Because like we talked about, those amino acids are required in order to grow, maintain, and repair a variety different a variety of different aspects of your body and its functioning. So that is, you know, kind of the importance of those. And again, most people consume um, animal products. And so they don't even realize that that's an important thing. But the people who don't, like I said, vegetarians are pretty aware of that. But if you are thinking about or have decided to make some sort of a change in your diet, that is an important thing to know. And you uh, might need to do a little bit of research about what types of food have what essential amino acids so you can make sure that you're getting everything that you need um, as far as those are concerned. So now we kind of know what proteins are. Um, we kind of have talked through how your body uses them and, and kind of a little bit more of the breakdown of, of how, like I said, how they're used um, and how you can get them. Um, but obviously a huge question that a lot of people have and that I hear a lot is how much protein do I need? Um, this is obviously a little bit more of a complicated um, answer. It's not very cut and dry. There's not a one size fits all. But as you have hopefully learned as we've talked now for 11 weeks, um, a lot of things in health and fitness um, aren't a one size fits all. It's very dependent on the person and where they are in the journey and what their goals are and all of those different things. So just like most things we've talked about, uh, proteins are no different. They, um, you know, they, they are an essential nutrient for you, um, but how much you should consume in a day can be varying. However, oh, kind of a range that is a pretty safe range to be in um, that you can kind of calculate to, to start to get an idea of how much to consume is to take your, your body weight in pounds, take your body weight in pounds and multiply that by 0.8 or by one. Um, and anywhere in that range can give you a rough idea of how many grams a day you should be consuming. Um, if you have looked into this before and you've looked on different websites and different, if you have um, done some research on this before and you've looked on different websites or, you know, different um, businesses, different entities, different um, just recommendations that come from kind of larger corporations, that kind of thing, you may have seen a, a very big range anywhere from, you know, women um, don't need more than like 46 grams and men don't need more than 55 grams of protein in a day or, you know, that kind of very low number. Um, that can be true. A lot of times when people calculate that, um, in those types of businesses or organizations, they are looking at like the bare minimum for survival that a male or a female may need um, and don't always um, make that very clear. So while you could probably survive with less than uh, 0.8 to 1 times your body weight, um, I'm looking at you know, someone who is looking to be more of a healthy lifestyle, 
is, you know, working out, those types of things. And not that they have to be working out very intensely, but that they are doing some sort of activity um, and have some sort of movement going on. Um, that's important because if you are moving around, you are working out, you are lifting weights, doing some sort of resistance training, um, whether it's body weight or actual physical weights, or you're just, you know, walking hills, whatever, you're challenging your muscles, you're actually breaking them down. And again, you do require protein to repair those muscles. So that again, is important um, beyond just kind of surviving. Um, so that's why, again, sometimes those levels can be a little confusing because they seem so low. And then you get recommendations from you know, someone like me that, you know, say you weigh 140 pounds. And obviously, if you're multiplying that by one, that means you should be eating 140 grams of protein. But even if you're multiplying that by 0.8, it's still coming out to be like 112 grams of protein, um, which again, is double what the recommendation is on some of those websites that are saying that, you know, a female, if I'm looking at myself, only needs, you know, 46 grams of, of uh, protein in a day. So that's just something to take in consideration. Um, again, can be very specific, can be very based on your goals, can be very based on how your body reacts to proteins. Um, all those things are, are very dependent, but that's just kind of a good rough estimate place to start. And then you can kind of take your body's reactions and go from there. But what you should know also is just like your other macronutrients um, that have a little bit of a worse reputation in the world of health and fitness, your carbs and your fats, um, you can consume too much protein. Um, and just like your carbs and your fats, if you're having too much protein, um, this can cause an in, um, excess of calorie intake, which can result in weight gain. Um, the other piece of that puzzle, too, is that um, your body has to process proteins in, their, in your liver and your kidneys, and that can be very stressful if you are consuming high amounts of proteins. So while um, protein typically gets a little bit of a better reputation as far as um, being okay, quote unquote, to consume and to maybe consume in higher amounts, um, and it's, you know, better or safer for your body, um, that doesn't necessarily stand true. Just again, just like you can, can over consume too many carbohydrates or fats, you can over consume protein as well. And it is very hard on your body to process them uh, um, when there's excess. If you're taking in, you know, what would be considered a normal amount of proteins, your body is capable of processing. It's when you're kind of putting it into that overdrive You've got men and women who are eating, you know, two, three times their body weight in grams um, of protein. And that's when your body starts to feel the stress from having to process. So I hope this answered some questions about protein, a good kind of base about what protein is, how your body utilizes it, um, how you can get protein, how the makeup is important. Um, and then also, you know, a basic idea of how much you need to consume. Um, and I hope that, again, that gives you some sort of a, a basic knowledge of proteins um, and a little bit of a better understanding of how they're an important part of your body's functioning and an important part of your diet. 
and um, where you're getting your proteins from is from very is very important as well. Um, if you have any further questions about proteins or any questions about anything else, please feel free to reach out to me at What in Health and Fitness on Instagram, or you can email me at info.whatinthehealth at gmail.com. Um, I hope to talk to you next week as we move along in my macronutrient series. Um, and I hope y'all have a great week and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye.